There are truths that can only be discovered through suffering or from the critical vantage point of extreme situations. Ignacio Martin Barreau, SJ. On the morning of November 16, 1989, the world woke up to the news that six Jesuit priests and two women were murdered in El Salvador at the residence of the University of Central America in San Salvador of the six Jesuits. The dead are Jesuit fathers Ignacio E. Acuria, Ignacio Martin Barro, Segundo Montes, Armando Lopez, Juan Ramon Moreno, Joaquin Lopez y Lopez, their housekeeper, Julia Elba Ramos, and her daughter, Selena Mariset Ramos. Julia's husband was sent away the night before, and he survived, finding the bodies in the morning. Those killed in Central America for their advocacy for the poor include Jean Donovan and three religious sisters, Dorothy Kazel, Mara Clark, Anita Ford. And these are only a few of the martyrs who are as yet unrecognized by the church, but are not forgotten by those who clamor for justice in the world. It took a few decades for Archbishop Romero to be recognized as a saint, but to the people who knew him, and more importantly, who knew that he knew who they were, Oscar Romero, like those I just mentioned, being martyred, truly embodied, being Christ to others, like Christ suffering, as we hear in the words of Jesus in today's gospel, the Son of Man must first suffer greatly and be rejected by this generation. Surely Father Ignacio's words came to mind when I saw today's gospel. When we woke up in 1989 on this date, those of us at Jesuit schools and universities were shocked and saddened. We came down to Holy Trinity that evening for a service. Whether it was a liturgy with prayer, a mass, or just a chance to hear what happened, I don't now remember. The world yesterday woke up to the news that soldiers had entered a hospital in Gaza that is a shelter not only for hundreds of patients and staff without power or much clean water, but also many hundreds of others seeking safety from the war they find themselves in. Just as last month, people in Israel found themselves under attack on a day of prayer and rest. Bullets and bombs can't distinguish between civilian and soldier, child or adult, and even those aiming or targeting may not see whom their weapons kill. Some don't even care, but they might have once. Others care, but may act out of fear, anger, grief, or even just dissociation, trying to think of their actions in war as not against people, but against things or places, a moving vehicle or a shadow, a building that is in their reticle. But in all cases, the violence has repercussions on those who survive, on the relatives and friends of those killed or wounded, on those who hear about them, and on those who commit the violence, whether voluntarily or involuntarily. Authorities in the military and the police and in government often try to cover up their responsibility for deadly violence, 
in like manner to Cain, asking if he was his brother's keeper. Or they tried to justify it by dehumanizing those killed, dismissing the numbers or even that it happened, or stating that they appeared to be holding weapons or saying that they were guilty of violence or incitement of violence. But even those who commit violence are worthy of life. Even those who are guilty are to be kept safe from violence done unto them. All people must have access to clean water and clean air, to adequate food and shelter, to be able to practice their religion and exercise their free will, and to be able to be safe both in their homes and while traveling, whether as tourists or as refugees. Today I call upon the intercession of Ignacio Martin Barreau and his companions, on Jean Donovan and her companions, and on all martyrs of the church to intercede for an end to war and violence, for peace in lands at war, especially in Israel and the Palestinian lands of Gaza and the West Bank, for healing for all those suffering from violence of any kind, and for peace in every corner of the globe. We might hear from others that this is impossible, but I say that we believe in the one who has risen from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ. And while I don't know when, I do believe that God's peace will one day be in all hearts if we turn away from violence and encourage others to do so, especially welcoming those who lay down their arms and silence their guns. If you wish to watch a movie to reflect on the movement against violence or the repercussions of it, my suggestions are Romero with Raul Julia, Some Mother's Son with Helen Mirren, Bloody Sunday with Gerard McSorley, In the Name of the Father with Daniel Day-Lewis, or Of Gods and Men with Michael Lonsdale. Let us close with a prayer for peace. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy.